Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. If you don't work full-time hours, should you get full-time pay? That's the current situation with the Michigan legislature. I think it just makes a lot of sense, especially after the recent passage of Proposal 1 and and also these recent developments in the Michigan legislature, because there's been a lot of ongoing, embarrassing, unethical headlines. A few legislators say Michigan's lawmakers should be part-time employees. But what are the odds that actually happens? This is The Daily J. I'm Zach Clark. I don't know about you, but I've never worked a part-time job and gotten full-time wages. I mean, I've certainly had jobs where I've worked harder than others, but for a a 40-hour-a-week paycheck, I've always had to put in my 40. But here in Michigan, the legislature does not meet enough to qualify for full-time employment. But they get paid for full-time work, 70 grand a year. But some in Lansing, they want that to change. I think it just makes a lot of sense, especially after the recent passage of Proposal 1 and and also these recent developments in the Michigan legislature, because there's been a lot of ongoing, embarrassing, unethical headlines that Michigan has been also making, though. Like we have a recent speaker who he's going to jail for taking bribes. We have one that's now infamous for gallivanting like an immature celebrity because he has all these dark dollars coming in and untraceable trips. And then others that are just using the office for personal gain. So you know, trust in the, the public eye for elected officials at an all-time low. We also failed to pass a lot of transparency and ethics reforms from last week. So this is the next opportunity that we have and should be the number one priority. That right there is the voice of Republican Representative Brad Paquette from the west side of the state. For what it's worth, Rick Johnson is the former speaker in prison and Lee Chatfield is the other disgraced Republican referenced by Paquette. So if you listen to the sponsor of the bill, this is about lobbying. Lobbying is not my area of expertise. So I called Zach Gorchow and asked him. Zach is the executive editor and publisher of Gongwer News, a publication covering state politics. Is this really just about lobbying? I guess I'm trying to figure out why this is happening. Well, this is a reaction from the Republicans to the Democrats adjourning for the year about a month earlier than usual. It's basically a way for the Republicans to put a finger in the eye of the Democrats and say, well, if you're going to do that, why are we even, you know, allegedly a full-time legislature? We should go to part-time. As for lobbyists, you know, they're going to be around anyways, part-time, full-time. What you hear from lobbyists generally in part-time legislative states is they spend a lot more time 
going to legislators' districts to meet with them and talk to them about issues and advocacy for their issues than in the Capitol. So I, I don't know that that would change dramatically. I call the experts for a reason. See, I don't recall a specific example of a bill like this being presented before, but Kyle Malin does, more than one of them actually. Kyle is the editor of MERS, which also covers the Capitol. Part-time legislative proposal is one that is almost perennial. It's, it's like the leaves coming on the trees in the spring. Somebody is bound to introduce it because they experience Lansing and quickly realize that their time spent in Lansing is part-time. So why not make the legislature and formalize the whole ceremonial aspect of it and just call it part-time? The issue isn't whether the legislature is full-time or part-time. It's however much effort you want to put into it. It's really how much are legislators paid? And should legislators be paid a full-time salary or a part-time salary? And that's really where the debate begins. I'm no expert. This is your area. But how often do legislators vote themselves a pay cut? I know it's happened before during the Great Recession, I think. But I mean, other than that, I mean, I wouldn't do it. I like a paycheck, right? <laughs> and that's why this proposal never goes anywhere. It, not in the legislature anyway. What might a part-time legislature look like? How would it work? It's not hard to find examples. Michigan is one of only a handful of states that still uses a full-time legislative body. I'll use Kansas as an example. They're a part-time legislature. They can only be in session, I believe, until the end of April. So they come in in January and they're done by the end of April, and then they cannot meet for the rest of the year unless the governor calls them into special session. Legislators are paid less than $30,000 a year. They each get one staffer only when the legislature is in session. Texas meets every other year, even more limited. But then there are some what we would call hybrid legislatures, like North Carolina comes to mind, I think Colorado as well, where they're limited in the number of days they can meet, but they tend to meet during the entire year, just maybe not as many days as a Michigan or a Wisconsin or an Illinois. Both Kyle and Zach told me that most of the legislative budget goes to paying the support staff, not the lawmakers themselves. It used to be like the chief of staff and like the director of the House Fiscal Agency. Those people would always make more than legislators. But now it's become, if you're a professional in any way, human resources or a communications director or head of facilities or whatever, all these people now are making more than legislators. And legislators' salary now, in comparison, it certainly isn't as large comparatively as it was in 2001 when you factor in the cost of living. Could we fix this by cutting back on the number of staff? I mean, I don't want the government to grind to a halt, but I wonder if we can make a cut another way. Yeah, I, I suppose. That's also going to be tough, too, because when you look at the overall state budget and you look at how much is spent on the legislature, it's such a small sliver that you could cut back on a few staff positions. It wouldn't really mean much. According to ZipRecruiter.com, the average salary in Michigan is just a shade under 50000 a year. And again, that's for full-time pay. So I can see where residents might push back against lawmakers making seventy k for less than full-time work. The average Michigander would probably take some umbrage with that. 
Yeah, Michigan's legislators are paid among the best in the nation. I haven't looked lately, but I'm quite certain it's in the top five to top 10 among the 50 states. That's probably not a surprise because we're one of 10 full-time legislators. There was great outrage 20 years ago, probably justifiably, when the legislature agreed to raise its pay by 38%. It went from in the mid-50,000s into the 70,000s as a result. Uh, There has not been a pay raise since then. In fact, they reduced their pay during the Great Recession. So in terms of, you know, where that stands now versus, you know, most Michiganders, yes, is it above the average median wage in the state of Michigan? Yes, it is. If you polled the public and asked, are Michigan state legislators paid too much? I'm going to guess that an overwhelming percentage would say yes, uh, just instinctively. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. The Michigan legislature won't meet again until mid-January. So this bill won't move anywhere until at least then. But will it move at all? One of my colleagues spoke to Representative Paquette from the 37th District. He claims this has bipartisan support. Now, I haven't talked to anybody else, but based on what you said, I find that kind of hard to believe now. I, I don't. He may, there may, he may have a Democrat or two who supports that. But you need a two-thirds majority vote in both the House and the Senate to put a constitutional amendment, which this is, on the ballot. And I I am very, very confident those votes do not exist in the legislature to do this. I mean, legislators, most of them ran because they want to serve the public. Now, that being said, if you were to go to a part-time legislature, almost all of them would likely see a massive cut in pay, and, and many of them would have to probably make the decision this is no longer a viable career option for them. So, you know, you can do the math. There's not going to be a two-thirds majority in the House and the Senate for this. I just can't see it. Kyle told me the only way this would be possible is with a voter-initiated ballot proposal, which Kyle explained would take a large sum of money to accomplish which he says is another reason this won't go anywhere. The big money people, they have better things on which to spend that cash. 
Well, yeah, because there's certain causes. So, I mean, if you're organized labor, I mean, maybe there's a uh, particular piece of policy you want that you can't get through the legislature. Or if you're big business, you know, maybe you want to uh, enshrine right to work into the Constitution. I mean, there's a lot of different things out there that would be more beneficial. When we did this ballot proposal on the redistricting commission, uh, that got a lot of interest because people instantly realized, well, geez, if we have an independent group of people drawing the maps for the districts, that would make a huge difference than having partisan legislators draw the districts. Maybe we get fair maps. So that's an easy thing to compute. You're like, oh yeah, well, that makes a lot of sense. And so a lot of people signed up and a part-time legislature is like, yeah, okay. Should Michigan lawmakers get paid the way that they do? When you consider the time spent at work, probably not. But it doesn't seem like the will of the people is there to make a change. And if you're waiting for lawmakers to give themselves a pay cut, I wouldn't hold your breath. Today's big thanks go out to Zach Gorchow and Kyle Malin. Also, thanks to Luke Sloan, who spoke with Representative Brad Paquette. Check out WWJNewsRadio.com for the top local news stories on demand 24-7. Do you want that Daily J delivered right to you? All you have to do is text WWJ to 20357 and you'll get it instantly. Message and data rates may apply. I'm Zach Clark and this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.